Y'all, too cheap for therapy should never be considered a substitute for actual medication or therapy from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed during the show belong to the hosts only. We don't know what we're talking about. We just like to fuck around, and we hope you like to listen. We're recording. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, why oh, no? I I have to fix my hair. (laughs) But we're cheap. Too cheap for therapy. With Marianne and Corinne. It's the radio. Yeah, and there's no fix in my hair, so. Oh, okay. Well, it's yeah. a podcast. You don't have to fix your hair. Oh, right. A yeah. podcast. It's fine. They don't see us. Oh, terrific. Oh, thank Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Oh, thank God we picked Ugh. a podcast Jeez. and not a movie deal. I am no YouTuber. I'm no Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Let's not talk about him. No, that's really He's not. Garbage. Ever. He's garbage. He's the asshole of always. Yeah. 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 When yes. we don't have an asshole of the week, it's yeah. just automatically Jake Paul. Default yeah. to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So, hey. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. Oh, I'm Marianne. Would you look at that? I'm Kareen. Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, well, it's good to meet you. Good to see you, ma'am. Good to see you here in the tiny office. There you go. So little. Are you getting your vaccine? I got my first <gasps> shot yesterday. Yay! Oh, ouch, my arm hurts. <laughs> No punching the sky. No. no. And the day before that, I got a B12 shot. Oh. Because my doctor said she doesn't think that I have anemia, but that it's perfectly reasonable to get a B12 shot if you're okay. low. Yeah. So it's I went to do that. It's not pernicious anemia. Thank God. No. Good. I'm glad. Um, so I go in there, and it's a student nurse oh, okay. who's going to give me the shot, which is fine. He's got like a little supervisor with sure. her or whatever. And he's like, I'm a student. I'm Avery. Is it okay if I give you your shot? And I'm like, Avery, I would fucking love it if you would give me my <laughs> shot. Because I'm all about, like, everybody's got to learn. Yeah. And I'm not a wiener about shots. Yeah, so, fine. like, if it gets fucked up and hurts, I don't really care. Wait, how can they fuck it up? You just in the shot? Out. I don't know. Why was there a lady watching him? I assume uh-huh. there's some way to fuck it up. I mean, uh-huh. if you, like, put it in your eye or something. Was that, I, I like, the third time he's fucked it up? So you were number four? I don't know. I don't know. I did ask him if he'd done it before, and uh-huh. he said, yeah. And I'm like, you seem like you have. I believe you. All it's right. not your first time. And even if it was, congratulations. Here's my fat arm. Do what you will. <laughs> So, so Here's my bingo wing. But when he came out to get me in the lobby, I turned and looked, and he's standing there, and he's holding the shot. <laughs> like, like he's a, carrying, like a knife? He's carrying it around. Oh God, and I'm why? like, hey, Avery, he's you want to put people that breathe on it? <laughs> I guess. He's... Like just get this mask down. Real shiny now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we go in, and it's bright, bright, bright red. Like, it looks like Kool-Aid. Okay. And I said... It looks like Kool-Aid. And he said, everybody says that. Is that what it's supposed to look like? Uh, if everybody says it, I assume. Um, well, I guess that would be a good reminder. Um, like, oh, oops, this is the wrong syringe. This is my Kool-Aid for later. Yeah, this is the one I brought from home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like a hamster waterer, you oh, know, yeah, but yeah. with a tiny spout. Oh. Um, no, it was great. It went great. Except, <laughs> oh, no. then when I got home, I started getting super hivey and oh, itchy no. and miserable. Are and you I, allergic to something? I don't know. I took a bunch of Benadryl. Here's the thing. For full disclosure, I get weird and itchy, like, on the regular. Like, okay. I take Zyrtec twice a day, every day. Oh, my God. Until I die. Good Lord. Because the allergist said... 
Okay, here's what he said, and it's gonna sound stupid. So, spoiler alert, let's put some like some kind of sure. warning, right? Sure. Um, Listener warning. I've always had problems with like really severe razor burn, mm-hmm. like really severe itching for nothing. Like, I remember times when I was a kid, I would ride on the back of my dad's motorcycle, okay. and because he was a super badass, it was a Harley a lot oh, of the yes. times, and um, it would vibrate against mm-hmm. my back, the, the backrest. Yeah. And I would literally scratch and have hives for like the next day. Oh no. From the vibration. So I went to the allergist. I'm like, this is going to sound crazy. I'm allergic to everything and nothing and my own tears. I don't know. Like I, I need help with this. You're prone to like, it's not the scientific term isn't rug burn, but what is it? Is rug burnitis. Like, yeah. Rug, that's what they call oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns okay. out I can't rub my face on the rug. Is that what's like the friction is causing rashes? Well, here's what happened. He's like, okay, some people are really sensitive, have sensitive skin, whatever. Let's do an allergy test. So, you know, the one where they yeah. scritch on your back, you know? They so cut it, your whole back. Right. Like, like a hundred times. Boop, 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 like a hundred times. So she says, here, we're going to do like 30 of them or something. It's insane amount yeah. of them. I'm like, that's cool. It's my whole back. It's fine. Um, they call me fat back. So you can just <laughs> use the whole thing. Back roll. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and she's like, oh, this back is big. I'm enjoying this. I got a lot of space to work. I got so much room. Exactly. Oh yeah. God, she's spreading crazy. things out, using all the real estate. Yeah. Sure. She's having fun setting up lawn chairs and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So she says, I'm going to do all these, and then there'll be two up by your shoulder, and one of them is histamine, which everybody reacts to. Oh, okay. And one of them is water, which no one reacts right. to as a control to make yeah. sure that everything's working. I'm like, okay, great. Because Sounds you good. drink water, and you're what, 80% water? You're made of water, so let's hope you're not That's, fucking allergic to water. You're not the bubble boy, so. No, I'm not. I'm also not one of those vampire people who can't go out in the sun, oh, which yeah. kind oh, of disappoints so me. And I, the kids who are allergic to grass. Oh, I always hoped oh. my kids would be those kids who are allergic to the sun. Why? Because then we could just live on the opposite schedule, and I could always just come out at night, which is when I want to be out anyway. Don't wish that on your I'm just saying, I don't wish they were, but if somebody had to be, I wish they were mine. Oh, okay. That's that's all I'm saying. I get you. Don't get your knickers in a twist. (laughs) So... I lay down, mm-hmm. ready to get poked to hell. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. It's tattoos, needles, yeah, shots. I don't know what the fuck. Like, whatever. Like, and then I go in to get something done. I'm like, ah! Like, I forget that it hurts. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. I can't move my arm. Right. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Turns out I am a baby. I'm just a baby with a really bad memory. Ah. Yeah. As like, most babies are. The best kind of babies. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They just don't remember trauma, I oh. guess, is a good oh, thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she starts doing her thing, and then she does the two controls, and then she's like, I'm going to come back in like 15 minutes, because then we'll read it or whatever. Take a nap or something. Great, sounds great. So I'm just laying here, like, you know, with my whole weird back exposed, feeling like a psycho. To the elements. All by myself. There's something weird about being disrobed and by yourself right. in a doctor's office, right? Yeah, kind of that weird in-between time when you're waiting for the massage therapist to come in, and you're just... Covered with a thin sheet, right? Like, but even then, I mean, that's okay because you're not like on paper oh, and like the crinkly paper. It's cold and like at the yeah. massage therapist, they make it nice for you because oh, you're paying true. out the ass. That's true. Um, at well, the you're paying out the ass for the doctor stuff too. They should put a, like a heated blanket in there. Should, but don't. Uh, it's always that cold ass sterile table. No, it's right freezing. on your bun cheeks. And I'm like, aren't oh. you guys freezing? You're just wearing thin ass scrubs. That's like wearing lingerie, and you're looking what? good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want everybody to feel confident, okay? Right. Yeah. Everyone's beautiful. Continue. Anyhow. <laughs> so I'm laying there doing my thing, which is nothing. Right. And she comes back in, and she looks 
because I know she stopped, you know, she says, yeah. okay, I'm back to read your results. And she pauses. Uh-oh. And she goes, and tell me if you've heard this before, because it's the most disconcerting thing you'll ever hear at the doctor's office. I'm just going to go to the doctor real quick. I'll be right back. Oh, no. <laughs> and I said, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what's wrong? Are have you I, allergic to water? Have I sprouted something? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, God. I mean, here's the thing. Like, disclaimer, I can't see my own back. Yeah. Nor can I lick my own elbow. Right. It's just a physics thing. You can't do it, right? Yeah, I can. So, oh, okay. I'll show you later. I could lick my own back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so she she comes back with the doctor, and I hear them, like, they're little, and I'm like, what's happening here? Why are they whispering in the room with you in it? I don't know. They should do that shit in the hall. And I hear her go, even the water? I'm like, bitch, if you're about to tell me I'm allergic to everything in the world. Rin, you have to stop drinking water immediately. I know, right? Only all I can have is sweet tea now. That's what they said. <laughs> That's they like, my dream. Sugar, syrup only. And I'm like, <laughs> done. Uh, so I just lay under the fountain at McDonald's yes, now. Everything I... must have a simple syrup. So basically what happened is he said, look, you reacted to everything. Mm. The reason why you reacted to everything is because you're not allergic to anything. You're allergic to the scratching. Ah! So I have a reaction. It's have you ever seen those people? I've seen people on Reddit who like will take something dull, like a like a pen that doesn't have the tip out, and yeah. write on their arm, and yeah. then it gets raised. Oh yes. Apparently, I'm one of those people. What's it called? Like hypoderma pigmentation. Uh, I don't know. Spots like a cheetah. Sure. I wish. Oh, Fuck, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Hey, I could draw on your skin with a dull pen and make those cheetah spots for you. I'm gonna ask that you don't do that. Uh-uh. Um, but I'm glad you're thinking about Any takers. It, I yeah, I know, right? Like, give me a dollar. Me, Two me, bits to me, draw on my back. Meet me in the alley. Draw on fat back. Give me a dollar. Back rolls. Yeah. <laughs> it actually doesn't have. A fun name. It's something stupid, like what it translates to is allergic for no reason. Aww. Yeah, it's like idiopathic dermatitis That's or lame. some bullshit. But um, basically, he said, just all you can really do is take allergy meds like forever. Oh, and I'm like, okay. okay, well, I shop at Costco. So if I buy one <laughs> bottle, that's pretty much a yeah, whole lifetime's you'll worth. Have that. So I take those twice a day. And then when things get really bad, like um, I'm also really sensitive to temperature. Oh. So if it's very, very cold or very, very hot, my skin freaks out You'll and I'll get break into hives or something. like my tattoos will get raised. Oh, like when they were first done, yeah. like I'll have lumps huh. and bumps and it's awful. So, um, a lot of stuff sets me off. So I don't know if it was just the actual poke of the shot. Probably. Um, yeah. So that's a thing that sucks, but is a thing. So I was just like miserable all night. How come long. you get all the horrible things? I don't know. And the things that I get have no name. Like they are not just like you have lupus. They're like you have something that we don't know. They but, should name it after you. And I always think about like back in like the 30s, 20s, like 1800s. You know how it, people would complain about stuff and they'd be like, "Oh, you're just nuts." Yeah. And then 80 years later, they'd be like, "Oh, remember all those people who had all those yeah. problems?" Oh. That was a thing. We just it, didn't have the signs for it. They weren't crazy, no. but now they're dead, so yeah. you can't tell them. You can't tell them they were right, and yeah. that's all they wanted. Right. So the B12 shot made me all itchy and gross, grosser oh. than normal, because <laughs> I have a baseline gross, and this went way well, over. Well, this is more than your baseline, because this is like pandemic baseline. Exactly. This is a new baseline. Oh, yeah. We've reached new lows. <laughs> I never knew I could get to a new baseline. Yeah. No, it's bad. It turns out when you flip the barrel over... <laughs> There's a whole another section under like, there. Like, I've said things during this pandemic to myself I never thought I'd utter, like... 
when was the last time I took a shower? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I brush my teeth last night? Right. Did I already eat? Fuck it, I'm eating again. <laughs> yeah. Am I hungry? What's going right. on? Does it matter? I don't know. I'm bored. Who are you? <laughs> exactly. I said that. So I was worried that the COVID vaccine was going to cause a reaction. Totally didn't. Totally fine. Didn't even feel it, honestly. Nice. And I told her, I didn't even feel it. And then I was like, for real, though. I'm not just trying to make you feel good. Like, I really didn't. So... She's just one of those dart nurses. You know, oh, the ones yeah. who are like, yeah, they're yeah. wicked. Those bitches know what they're doing. Yes, they do. They're my favorites. And the um, phlebotomists who go in like ninjas and you're yeah. like, you're ready. And they're like, I'm done. Yeah. And they're like, we did done. this 20 minutes. Yeah. Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Please leave. Someone else needs this seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was I good. It was good. It was bad and good. Like most things. Yeah, that's okay. true. All, all right. right. All right. I like that. So it was all good and bad. Hey y'all, this is Kareen and Marianne, and we want to take a moment to tell you how much we appreciate your contribution on Patreon. It's with your support that we can give you our classic banter, our dick talk, our pseudo advice, and other hilarious anecdotes. So if you'd like to help support our podcast and get exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash too cheap for therapy and give us a dollar or two. This is what, episode 25? Oh, Jesus Christ. Are we on 25? Yeah. This is episode 25. 25. Welcome. Welcome back, y'all. Yes. 25. 25. What are you people doing with your lives? Have you heard all 25 of these? Pandemic, man. (laughs) What else is there to listen to? Right. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. You can only listen to us. This is the only thing. That's it. Everything else, you just click right out of it. That's right. Open this up and listen to it again. Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. So... On episode 25, what are we talking about today, Kareem? Oh, this is kind of a fun one. Oh. I'm excited. Okay. Because this is something that I experienced. Was this fun like last week when we talked about COVID? No, this one is more fun than that because it's something that it, a lot of people have, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of recently been publicized. Right. So a lot of you, I'm sure, are probably going to go, oh, I have that. That's me. Yeah. But you don't know really what it's called. Right. Kind of like right. back in the day when... Um, like people, what, what am I trying to say? I don't know. People no, and places and people things. People and places and nouns. <laughs> I was trying to correlate it to like when Leslie, um, back in the day, she came out as lesbian, and then later she was like, "No, that doesn't. That's not it." Maybe I'm bi. No, that's not it. Oh, Polly. Once right. we learned the language for it, then she was like, that that explains me. Like people have been forever, but there wasn't yes. really a label no for it. Yeah, like, Even though we get weird about labels, right? but it's, sometimes it feels good. Like, yeah. like this whole, all the health stuff I'm going through when they start saying, maybe it's this. I think, oh no, what if it's that? But then I think, well, it'd be nice to know. Well, I mean, it'd yeah. be nice to say, hey guys, I have eh. Right. Instead of eh. <laughs> so. And I mean, labels, yeah, they do suck, but like you said, they do kind of help us understand the world around us. Like, it is nice to um, identify myself as one thing and then find a group that also identifies themselves as that, that way. It is nice because yeah. we're social critters. Yes. And we just want to get in a little gang and little, give each other COVID. A little comment. Oh, yeah. God. What? Well, you'd be too close together. Yeah, no. No. Do it over Zoom. It's fine. Yeah, put a mask on. Yeah. Just, just. Through Zoom? Anyway, it's called mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. Oh, oh. Imposter syndrome. I've heard of this. I have too. I have a few friends who've mentioned that they feel like they have it, but yeah. 
I, I feel like I do not. So maybe we can go through all the stuff and tell me that I'm wrong and I actually do have it. I will absolutely tell you that you're wrong in some way. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I'm ready. Because that's how I get my kicks. I know. That's how I get my rocks off. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That was your visual. Oh, I loved it. Okay, good. All right. So I guess, so you say you probably don't have it. You don't feel like you have it. Yeah, I don't feel like I do. Okay. Well, I do. (laughs) But it's funny because everybody talks about it in regards to work. Mm -hmm. Like in regards to like, I am ex-professional, but really I feel like an asshole who just snuck in the back door and put on a coat. And I don't feel that with work. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think just maybe because I, I've always been in the same career field and I have so much experience that now at this point I know that if I wasn't good at doing my job, I probably would have been drummed out of the industry right. by now. I hope. I would have told you. Correctly. Oh, okay. Good. Like good, you good. need to find a new job. Right. I mean, I do have that thing when You're I'm working. Fired. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll go. I do have that thing where when I'm working, I'll be like, do I even speak? one language, let alone two languages. But I think we all have that. And then, you know, everything gets going and at the end people get what they need and then you figure, well, I must have done an okay job. I probably know what I'm doing. And then you go home furiously like Google, how to sign language? (laughs) Like, I don't know if I'm doing it. It's a little scary when you're a newbie and you're on the other end of, oh, I went through interpreter training program and I know everything about the profession with my one year of experience. That's dangerous. That's very scary. And the best thing I think you can do in that case is to always work with someone that you know has been in the field a long time. Like, have a good mentor. Right. Meet people. Like, don't just, like, stick in your student group because there's only so much. And that's just not with interpreting. That's with everything. But that's probably not imposter syndrome. That's, like, being an egomaniac. That's thinking you know what you're doing when you might not. That's narcissism. Yes. (laughs) They are narcissists, I think. Which I was thinking about that in politics. I'm like, how come those people don't have imposter syndrome? sound like total idiots I'm like because they have usual, the opposite yeah, they're usually white cisgender men so everybody's been telling them that they're right their yes. whole lives yeah mm-hmm. that's one thing within the poc community and women in general i wish people would know that if you look at a like a job listing and you're like oh no i'm not qualified for that job apply for it anyway girl because all these 20 white men are applying for it too and they probably don't have the correct credentials right and I, that's how i got to be a weatherman <laughs> So, it's all good. You like that green screen? I do like it. It's real fun. Great. You can put anything on there. Yeah, man. And then you get fired. Yeah. Oh. There are some things you can't put on there, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not going to elaborate on that because we just got done with the non-disclosure. That's a story for another time. For another time. Yeah. So, I don't so much have it with work, I think, just because of my longevity in the field. But I do have it. As just a general human. What? Like, it, like, it's like the secret, right? Like, when you were a kid, you were like, ah, I can't wait to be an adult. Because right. adults, like, do their thing, and they know what they're doing. Right. And, uh-uh. We don't know. We're literally 14 mm. still in our heads. And the fact that we're old and broken is very shocking to us in certain moments when we realize it. And we're all just kind of doing what we think we need to do that's to continue true. to be adults yeah well that's probably what the generations before us thought like it, oh i'm an adult now i should do adult things and have children and pay my bills on time right we're just following suit i don't think anyone knows how to adult correctly. no we're all just dumb assholes yeah. but we keep getting older so we figure we better do something <laughs> like save for retirement or oh, something God. but uh it's interesting though because you know when you were a kid and you'd look at somebody who was like 35 and be like god you're old. How does it feel to be so close to death? Oh my god. And uh, it turns out 
it's not that old. Yeah. Once you've been it. Once I am that now. Once you've been perpetually 29 now like me. Like, that's right. Now 80's old, but once I'm 80, 100 is the new old. You'll be like, 100 is old. And then that's when you're 120, you'll be like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah. My son told me the other day he's really excited for 200,000 years from now when we're all like just uploaded into, we're just like, you know, memories. Into in a, the main I was frame. like, wait a minute, you're excited for 200,000 years from now? He's like, yeah, mom, I'll just probably be ahead in a jar or something. I'm like, okay, okay fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah. Let's do it. I sprinkle a little fish yeah. food in there and all that. <laughs> what is this, Futurama? Yes, yes, that's what I expect the future that, to be. That reminds me of that um, Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. San Junipero. San Junipero. Very good, very sweet. It is very romantic. romantic. And I'm I could see that happening. Not in our lifetime, but maybe, yeah, 200,000 years from now. Yes. uh If we don't burn the earth to shit. Oh, no, wait. It's too late. Never mind. How about 2030? (laughs) (laughs) Better get that shit rolling now. Upload me quick. (laughs) Some of us are already on fire. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, uh, and I asked him because it's interesting. It's always interesting to me to see, like, children's philosophical musings, especially because my kids have not been indoctrinated in any religion Mm -hmm. because I just didn't feel like it was fair. And I'm like, look, there's enough... There's enough information out there that at some point they'll make their own decision right. whether they want to be involved in that or not. Like, mm-hmm. we've had friends like Kat converted to Judaism right. as an adult. Like, you can do your thing, You'll right? Find your people. But I'm not going to be like, these people are bad. These people are good. You have to do this. Get up early on Sunday. Because that's where I draw the yeah, fucking no, line, no, people. Thanks. You don't get up early on Sunday. Good. If it is the Lord's day, the Lord wants me to be happy. Right. And that means sleeping late. <laughs> I mean, there's so many rules in life. Why add more rules? Right? And Find like, a religion you love. Why is God so worried about what my underwear look like? Yeah. I, I could see him being like, maybe don't show everybody, but I can't see him designing, you mm-hmm. know? I don't think God is Isaac Mizrahi. I just don't. I don't. Maybe he's Rihanna. Maybe. It could be. Oh, I worship Rihanna. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So she that's... got that Fenty line out for everybody. To indoctrinate my children. Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, it'll be great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start the Church of Rihanna. Okay, good. We won't pay taxes anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this what the churches do? Did we just solve everyone's problems? We did. We don't have to pay more taxes. No. I like Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now we can start influencing politicians with our big money. Yeah. Okay. Rihanna, something religion, profit. Yeah. I feel like we're making progress. I think like we should delete all of this so no one steals our idea of making this church. You guys want to join our church? Can we just add like a non-disclosure at the beginning? Can we just be like, listeners of this podcast, <laughs> you're, this is like Fight Club now. You're not allowed to talk about this podcast except tell your friends to listen to this podcast. Everything mentioned in this podcast is... A big what, old fucking secret. Yeah. It's copyright. Mm-hmm. Patent pending, bitches. Patent pending. Some. Hey guys, it's Kanice, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. In coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. So um, you are correct in that uh, imposter syndrome does affect POC, people of color, and women much more so than others because, like, the whole world is built for white dudes. Yeah. 
I think we've mentioned that before. Yes. I feel like it's come up. Yeah. But um, did you know there's five different types of imposter syndrome? So it's gotten to the point now where it's grown that people are starting to like delineate. It's not in the DSM yet. It's not in the like psychological annals. I'm surprised it's not in there yet. It will be. I mean, they change it every year. There's a new version every year. So I bet you in the next few years it's going to make it in there. Keep up. (laughs) You can't read the dictionary from the 1620s and be like, I don't know. I don't find 23 skidoo in here. Yeah, well, it wasn't in there yet. It didn't show up until the raging 20s. Oh, my God. Yeah. When that's the one that I have and the one that I use. That's the one you keep. From the roaring 20s. I get you. The raging 20s? This is the raging 20s. That was the roaring 20s. This is the raging 20s. Yeah, this is the one where you just burn everything down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you. nature will do it for you. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt it. That's where we're headed. So the five types of imposter syndrome. God, I'd be such a bad teacher. I would never get to the point. Me either. Never. I, I kind of love those teachers where I would ask them a question like, Oh, how's your running schedule going, by the way? Because I know they love to run. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, blah, 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 this and that. Oh, well, you know, time is no. over. Oh, well, looks we like I just our, chatted about my life for an we hour. we got to go to our next class. Time to go. And I'm going to tell you right now as the interpreter, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, when no. I was a kid. <laughs> I know. I'm just oh, okay. saying. Oh, walk in and be like, I don't know anything about this subject. So tell me more <laughs> about your Mazda. I know you're super into it. Uh, okay. So the first type is the perfectionist because perfectionism and imposter syndrome often go hand in hand. Okay. Perfectionists set very, very high goals. And if they fail to reach it, they experience self-doubt and they worry that they're not measuring up. So they can also be control freaks. Sometimes I feel I have a touch of this. It's really hard for me to delegate tasks. It's really hard for me to not micromanage things. Mm. And it's not because I think you're doing it wrong. It's because I'm trying to make sure it's getting done. Like, it's hard for me to have faith that things are happening unless I have my nose in it. Me too, but I assume people are doing it incorrectly, so I want to do it. Okay. I micromanage because I assume they're not going to do it right. Sure. The way I want. Yeah. That's the correct way, Corinne. It's something that... No, I know. I'm terrible at everything and you're great at everything. Yes, thank you. God. Quit rubbing my face in it. And there's, you know, something to be said for if they don't achieve what they were wanting to achieve, ruminating and thinking, am I even cut out for this? Should I even be doing this? Maybe this is not for me. That sucks. But then they, it's cyclical and they make new goals that are just as crazy. Yeah, you're basically just going to make yourself nuts. Why? Because life is suffering. Why make it worse? Uh, it's just how we like to live. Okay. Cool. It's because really we're just, you know, we're just broken monkeys. We're just, we're like chimps with anxiety, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. we got ruined by the big brain thing. Just, yeah. Small true. brain happier. Yeah. Why I, use I many do. word when few word do trick? <laughs> I do wish I was slightly dumber. So yeah. then all the issues in the world wouldn't bother me as so, you know, so much. Right. Right. Because you think about it like an animal, like, you know, you see a possum get hit by a car and right up until that car hit him, he was just living his little possum yeah. life and he didn't have any worries at all. Yeah. Right. Like, yes, I exactly. assume Maybe he did. Well, I mean, you do have predators when you're an animal. Maybe he was the one possum with like horrible anxiety oh poor baby don't put that on that possum no he was probably super happy okay good yeah so the second kind is the superman or superwoman okay you could spell it with a y or you could do whatever you want to do to make it things super 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 yeah Yeah. sure superhero how about that yeah uh yeah so that's uh people who are 
convinced that they're phonies among the real deal, and they push themselves to work harder to measure up. I could see that in a job setting, or like if you're a new mother and you go to like a a mother's group. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Ah. So it's like people who stay later at the office than anybody else because I have to be the very best or um, because I I want to be the very best at A, I'm going to give up B, even though I like B, because I need to focus on A. Am I just lazy because I don't have this yeah. extra neuroses? Yeah. No, we're getting there. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Um, three is one that I had definitely when I was in junior high, high school, um, the natural genius. Okay. So people who are, um, used to excelling without a lot of effort, you know, people who get all A's in school and everybody else is struggling. And I remember being the kid who never studied. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would read the material, but never, I didn't know how to study because I didn't ever do it. And because they don't teach you in school. Right. And because of the whole no child left behind, we're really teaching to the dumbest person in the room. Yes. And as long as you're not that, you should be doing fine. Yeah, you're bored. So I was very much like took the AP classes and got college credits and all that stuff. Then when I got into college, Uh -uh. it was a totally different story because it was completely on your own, no fucks given, Mm -hmm. nobody even knew who you were, um, and there was no like grace, you know? It was just like... You didn't turn it in? I don't care. This is not my grade. You get a zero. Right. So that was, uh, that was a big shock for me. Yeah. That was really tough. Um, some of these people don't want to have a mentor because they feel like they can do it themselves. They don't need that. They don't want to go to the tutor. Right. A free tutoring right. session because they're, they think they can do it on their own. But these are also the people who will avoid doing things that are uncomfortable because they feel like they're not great at it. So it's the people who aren't willing to fail oh, to get I to... I don't yeah. want to join the basketball team because I'm not immediately gifted. Right. Okay, yeah. I've met people Back like rolls that. don't want to be on the back. That's bas- right. The basketball team. I've met people like that. Um, students who don't immediately join the baseball team on the first tryout and they're just like well fuck this I'm never playing any sport well this is something I'm trying to work on with my kids Mm -hmm. because they have a really hard time like um they don't want to fail and I get that they definitely you know I mean I understand that feeling but you have to fail because I put a poster up actually in our workout room because I'm so so bad at running but I have this idea that I want to run yeah but I I'm not good at it. Like, I don't have lung capacity. I don't have strong legs. I don't have, you know, motivation or, like, anything. So I hung up a poster, and it's a quote from Adventure Time, Mm -hmm. which is excellent. If you don't watch it, you should watch it. We just watched it all the way through again, and it it was so much fun. So as Jake the dog said, dude, sucking at something is the first step towards being sort of good at something. That's very true. And it is very true. He also said, don't always wear sweatpants because they're give up on life pants. <laughs> it's true. I don't have that one on the wall, but I fucking ought to yeah. because sweatpants have been getting better and better for I me. I know, right? Ugh, I've been out, I went to the Hanes website. Who buys <laughs> online from Hanes? You do, apparently. I do. I'm like, oh, those sweatpants look real nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, I also have one that says, uh, never give up on your stupid, stupid dreams. That's great. How motivational. I find it to be very motivational. And I'll be like, Julian, what do we say? Never give up on your stupid, stupid dreams. That's right. <laughs> now back to it. So, uh, yeah. I've it's seen, important. I've seen some students who are just naturally gifted in sports. And 
it's kind of heartbreaking when they're so good at something on one level, like the high school level, but then their academics are so far, far behind, the coach removes them from the team, they don't understand, or they're not good enough for the college level. It, it's, it just, I don't know, it fucks them up. Right. And like, I'm so, I've been so good at this one thing all of my life. And now you're telling me I'm not good enough. Or if someone suffers an injury and then it's like, fuck, my whole life is over because I don't have any interest or want or desire to do anything else. That was how they identified themselves first. Hi, my name is whatever. I play sports. Right. Okay. Don't you do anything else? Yeah. Which is really scary. It is scary because you got to have the varied interests. Like my kids were never into sports. So we focus more on like, let's just go out and do something. We don't have to be the best at anything. Yeah. We we kayak and, you know, we just bought some beginner kayaks and we just go out in the water and kayak. You don't have to white water no. kayak. You don't have to ocean kayak. You right. don't have to go to the next country and right. be the first whatever to do whatever. Like, I'm not the first just to have do fun. anything. Yeah, just have fun. Just enjoy yourselves. And then if you're getting some exercise, well, then fucking congrats. Even better. Yeah, even yeah. better. So uh, the next one, and this I believe is the last one, is the expert. So like you were saying, the people who don't want to apply for job postings because they feel like they don't have every single one of Mm -hmm. the requirements, even though there's some bullshit out there with like, you need 10 years experience in this program. And they're like, um, that program was written seven years ago. So (laughs) yes, I don't know if you're going to get a time traveler in here, but maybe. And it's an entry level position and you need like five years of experience. And also we don't want to pay you anything. Yeah. Yeah. And no benefits and no nothing. And you're going to. Make less than McDonald's. Was that five? That was five, yeah. Yeah, so those are uh, the types. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I could see myself having gone through a lot of those, you know, in my formative years. Yeah. I don't know that I really have hung on to any of them, but I know people who have. You can identify it when you see it, right? You're like, oh, you're you're real worried about not being good at what you're doing, huh? Yeah. Which is a real shame because usually the people who are the most confident in what they're doing are the worst at yes, it. Yes, they are. They like, I almost no don't trust people doing. who are like, well, I'm a professional and I know exactly how to do this. And I'm like, do you? Yes. Or when they say, oh, I've done this for 25 years. But are you good at it? My husband has worked with people when he was um, an apprentice. So he would work with, uh, he would get assigned to someone to show him how to do everything. And they were also in school learning how to do everything. So they were very up to date on like all the new plumbing codes. Yes. Because that's another thing that changes like every year. There's new rules, new ways of doing things. But because you're not in school your entire career, you're not always aware necessarily of those changes especially like the older generation they should be they release a book every year i know but they don't want to look at it right but it's not an exciting book i've been doing it for 20 years "Ah, do it the way i do it you know he said i've done this and the guy said well you've done it wrong and he said "Mm, i didn't do it wrong because it's in the code book just Mm -hmm. like this and of course this guy goes i've been doing this for 25 years and he goes you've been doing it wrong for 25 years oh shit yeah Maybe you did it correctly on your first year, but yeah. then it changed 24 years ago. Exactly. And to his credit, that man actually figured it out and said, shit, I've been doing this wrong for 25 years. Damn. So, I mean, it's always great to see somebody who's willing to change yeah. their It's their interesting opinion. that you can sort of figure that out, how people use their language. Because when someone asks me something, I have experience, but I usually say that like, well, in my 15 years of doing this job, 
I've never seen that. Or, oh, this is something you've seen as a sign, or this is something you just learned from school from your teacher. Okay, well, I'm old, and I do it this way. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm old, first of all. <laughs> I just start with that always. And they're like, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. We're going to need you to leave. Full <laughs> forward. <laughs> never. <laughs> Oh, I've been towed out of so many Wendy's drive throughs it's not even funny. Well, they just close a little window on you? Yeah, they just close. I can't. I can't, ma'am. There's no Frosties. Good day. Yes, exactly. I said good day, sir. All right, so now we know what it is, mm-hmm. and we know that I have it. <laughs> we know that a lot of people have yeah. it. One of the reasons that it's only recently been identified, it's I think it's kind of like the autism thing. Like, so many more kids are autistic now. It must be in the air. No, bitch. It's because now we started identifying right. it more. We know right? how to diagnose. Exactly. And there's therapies for it now. So there's a reason to get mm-hmm. a diagnosis because it gives you access to, you know, yeah. different resources. And it doesn't look the same in men and women. Right. So that was a thing like, oh, why are all these men autistic? Yeah. No. And the stigma is way down. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not like, oh, God. My kid. It's like, well, my kid learns definitely big deal. Yeah, it's fine. So does every kid. So uh, I think it's just something that people are just now starting to be like, do you feel like you don't fucking know what you're doing? Because I totally don't know what I'm doing. And everybody goes, me too. I think that might be it and why I don't feel like I have imposter syndrome. Because I know that I am... The best? No, God, (laughs) no. I know that I am average intelligence. I know what skills I have, what I'm good at, and what I'm not good at. So and you're a realist. I'm a, I'm the realist realist. You're the realist realist. I'm the realist realist girl. Woo-hoo! First things first, I'm the realist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So when people would ask me like, oh my God, I don't think I could ever start my own business. How did you do it? And I was like, yeah, I didn't think I could either. I asked Leslie to fill out all the paperwork. Yeah, so you find someone who knows more yes. than you do, and then you, you use... So you are good at delegating. I can delegate when I need to. Okay. It's mostly like I understand my strengths. Paperwork is not one of them. <laughs> Leslie's very good at paperwork. So most people are like, how did you do it all by yourself? I didn't because I know I can't. Right. So I understand my strengths. I don't have any. Yes, <laughs> you do. Uh, I might have a couple. I notice that too because I tell you often, you're so funny. And you're like, no, get out of here. I'm not funny. Yeah, I'm just an asshole. I'm just <laughs> I think I'm funny to me, but I don't trust that that's going to translate to funny to everybody else. You are funny to everyone else. You are. Do you not see people when they're laughing after you've said something? It's COVID. I don't see people at all. Well, BC. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I have a, this is a whole nother therapy topic, but I pretty much just assume everybody's making fun of me. You might need to go to therapy for that. I might. Pay for real therapy because this might not work. Maybe we should talk about that one next week. Because, like, you'll say something and I'll bring that back home and be like, Brian, you won't believe what Corinne said. This shit was funny. That's adorable. But, like, I could probably say among all of our friends, all of our friends probably think you're the funniest. You hear that, friends? You ain't funny. You better agree with me. You ain't funny. Corinne the funniest. You're an imposter. That's right. (laughs) Among us. (laughs) Whatever. Maybe it is just because I'm a realist. Because when I listen back on our episodes, I can hear how funny you are, and then I can see the role that I play as the straight man. Mm. So I think the reason I don't have imposter syndrome is because I just see 
the role that I'm playing and I'm not inflating it and I'm not deflating it. It's just what it is. What it is is what it do. What it is is what it do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I like it. If you like it, I love it. I like it and I'm on board with it and I like it. All right. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Speaking of TED Talk, mm-hmm. there are actually a few really good TED Talks oh. about imposter syndrome. Should we put them on the show notes? Maybe. Okay. We're gonna. We'll put them on the show notes. Okay. Uh, so, they say, the ma- and this is from impostorsyndrome.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone loses when bright people play small. What? I don't know. That was a string of words, but I'm not sure I understand what they mean. <laughs> See, I think it means don't self-deprecate quite so much and oh, think that you're a loser when okay. really you're, yeah, you're a loser, but you're also good at some things. That right there was another example, I think, of, you know, when you're in a situation and someone says something and, you're, and you just nod, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to look yeah. like the asshole who doesn't right? know what you're saying. I have no fear of that. So I'll just say, what is you talking about? Please tell me more. Which is really what we all need to do. Yeah. Because we get ourselves into some shit. Yes. When I, we don't. And I noticed that I'm doing that more in my 30s. In my 20s, I just nod and smile. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But now I'm like, uh, I don't know what that word means. Can you dumb it down a little bit for me? Because I don't have my dictionary. Which is great. Because honestly, most of the time, people are talking back and forth. And all they're doing is waiting for their turn to talk again. And yeah. not even paying attention. Or if they are paying attention, they're not processing anything. Because they don't know what the fuck it means. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely true. So, I would say... Sad. Add more swears. Spice it up. Spice it up. People I love will it. listen a little better. Maybe they will. Balls! <laughs> See? I now paying attention. Now you're listening. <laughs> or I'm thinking about balls. <laughs> oh, no. Now I am. Oh, God. Wrinkles. Oh, oh no, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Cut for intermission. Oh. This is Kareen and Marianne from Too Cheap for Therapy. Our podcast is 60% story time, 20% fake therapy, 10% serious talk, 8% made up words and shitty sound effects, 2% butterscotch ripple, equals 100% hilarity. Oh my goodness, we're back. How was that break, listener? We're back. How was it? It was great. I'm asking them. <laughs> How was it? Leave us a voice message. <laughs> I want to know. Oh, you can actually do that. Go to our website, toocheapfortherapy.com, and email us a voice memo. Yeah. Do it. And it could be about a topic we've talked about, or it could mm-hmm. be about something that you think we should talk about. Mm-hmm. That would be excellent, because I don't have a lot of good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you do. Okay, yes, I do. Or you could just send us a message and... Say hi. Yeah, you could say hi. Because we're lonely. You could hear yourself on the radio. Ooh. We'll play it. We'll play it. If it's good. Yeah. If it's bad, you'll know because we won't play it. Put some curse words in there. Yeah, did you learn any new swears you want to say on the radio? (laughs) We'll play them. Oh, boy. Oh, I can't wait to hear all those swears. I'll probably (laughs) learn some new ones. Probably. So according to Mm impostorsyndrome.com, the only way to stop feeling like an imposter is to stop thinking like an imposter. Oh, I thought you were going to say stop thinking. Stop thinking, dick. Done. (laughs) Oh, I'm 
never thought, I'm, I think I'm good. Yeah. No, you know, it's it's stuff that makes perfect sense. Like, say it to your friends. Say right. like, hey, listen, I think I'm full of shit. What do you think? <laughs> and separate your feelings from fact. Like you were saying, you right. can do, like, you know, I know A, B, and C are true, even though I really feel yeah, C and E. I, I can understand it. Even though I don't have imposter syndrome, I can understand what's probably happening because I have anxiety right. about other shit that's not important. <laughs> I mean, your brain is constantly trying to trick you, fool you, stress you out, make you make you anxious. Like life is already suffering, and your brain is making it worse. Your brain is lying to you. But I have the hardest time with that because it's so hard to know. Like, when do you trust your brain and not trust? Because there are some things I think I definitely know this. I know this happened. I know this is true. I know how it made me feel. I know that they were wrong. I know that it shouldn't right. have happened. And then I think, yeah, but do I really know? <laughs> it's really, it's just hard to sort it, you know? Yeah. And are we just in a simulation? And Maybe. is it really just a tube in my belly button? I'm Probably. just a battery for some kind of horrible matrixy robot. If we're in the matrix, I hope we're like sitting next to each other. Ooh, we're in, in neighboring pods. Oh, yeah. Get out my pod. I'm a battery and you're a battery. Ooh. I like the idea of being hairless and suspended oh. in goo. Ooh. I'm into that. Can no. we make that happen? No. Make a wish foundation. If I was dying, oh. could you make that happen? Probably not. They might be able to. Ugh. Isn't that a thing like that at Disney? <laughs> the Matrix ride, and you're just in the goo. In the goo. <laughs> they shave your whole body. You're just <laughs> lying still. It's not moving. I want to go, and then I want to get a Dole Whip. <laughs> oh, what if it... Oh, yeah, those are good. Yeah. What if it was like that? It was the slide for when Keanu Reeves got ejected oh, yeah. out, and you're like... Shit, swish, Disney. Swish, swish. I know you're listening. <laughs> Make that a ride. Make it happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the Mickey Mouse impression oh. so, that, so that they'll listen and send us a cease and desist. Oh, yeah. And then they'll know their next ride. You don't even have to pay me. I don't the even care. Plan. I just want to ride it. That's it. Yeah. I want the goose slide. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So, you I, know. I feel like if you know something is true, just sit with that. If you've had an argument and you know we're right, which I know I'm always right when I I'm know, in an argument. Right? And if you don't know, you can call me and I'll be like, you are right. You're right. You're, you're a right. realist and you're the rightest. That's right. Yes. You're the realest, rightest, realist. Realist, rightest, realist. <laughs> then you have to think like, does it matter that I'm right? Will that change anything? And conversely, does it matter if I'm wrong? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were way down the rabbit hole. Oh my God. We're not even drunk-ish. Yeah, man. Like Most. maybe instead of listening to your brain telling you all this talk of, they're lying, you're not good enough, you're, you're an imposter, you're this and that. Listen to the people you trust. Like when I say, Corinne, you're funny. Whatever your mind is saying. You lie! Just shut that thing up. Yeah. Oh, and another thing I learned. When there is anxiety or those thoughts creep in, like, oh, you're in danger, or this is uncomfortable, or a situation I don't like. You know, as long as you're not legitimately in danger. That's usually your brain being primed and remembering some traumatic event that happened when you were a child and just trying to keep you safe. It doesn't mean something's wrong in this moment. It just means your brain remembers. Right. And you do have to be careful about the physical signals because I get those, like, for a long time when I first started working out, which periodically I start working out. So I have the first time of working out many, many yeah. times uh, throughout my life. But there were a couple times where I was working out in the summer and I would get really, really hot because you get hot when you work out. Yeah. And I would have a panic attack oh. because my heart racing is what happens when I have a panic attack. Oh. So my body was like, your heart is racing. You must be having a panic 
panic attack and then I would have one and I would have to literally tell myself, you're just hot. You're just hot from working out. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of it, honestly, what it boils down to is you just have to fake it till you make it. You just have to keep going until you have enough experience under your belt to say, listen, if I'm an imposter and nobody's fucking found me out by now, then right. I'm really good and I probably deserve to be That's here. That's right. So. The jig is not up yet. Exactly. Keep going. Go on. Yeah. I am the best. Because you know what? All those white cisgender dudes who are in those executive positions, they're not saying, oh, I'm an imposter. They're going to find out. No, they're just like, I'm supposed to be here. Those guys should be saying that. Someone yeah. should be saying that to them. Like, yes. It's like when I was young, I thought, oh, I'm not into politics. It's too complicated. I don't really understand it. These people have dedicated their lives to it. And the older I get and the more we have access to, like, mm-hmm. you know, we see and hear everything now. Not everything. We think well, we hear everything. But most things, um, I start to realize, like, I'm not stupid. No. Or if I am, they're also stupid. They're very What's stupid. better? Either I'm smart enough to understand or we're both dumb. I don't know. It's so scary to see... Every year we get closer and closer to that movie. To death? No. (laughs) Yes. But every year we get closer and closer to that movie Idiocracy. Yeah. It's becoming a reality. Like the people who are in charge are idiots. I feel more like an idiot. Like everything's being dumbed down. I feel dumb. I don't know what's going on at any moment. Right. I used to feel really smart. And then I had kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that sucked a lot of my smart out. Doesn't it? When you're just pregnant? Just because it's... Like the children eat your brain or something? I mean, I assume. In utero, they're just like... I, I think they still do. They sneak in and they take it. <laughs> sneak in. <laughs> no, I think what it is is that you're... straw into your <laughs> Oh, bedroom. God. Just... Such a long straw. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just the diversion of your attention. Like, you just don't have the brain power to always devote to existential things yeah. now it's more like concrete like what we gotta do right and uh and then you get old and your brain gets a little shrivelly and yeah, you lose true. some capacity maybe that's some of the issue too with people who have imposter syndrome that they don't look inward enough they just listen to what their brain is saying to them instead of checking it like mm, is that my opinion that that i just heard or is it my brain doing self-talk and, like, breaking me down. It definitely helps to look at the facts. Yes. To say, like, fact, I graduated. Fact, mm-hmm. I have a certification. Fact, I, I maintain my certification. Right. Like, I continue to class. If you're going through all your stuff and you're just like Madison Cawthorn, like, <laughs> fact, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> fact, I'm a sexual predator. Oh, no. Fact, I don't have any experience. Like, now, okay, those are facts, yeah. and you're going to need to start writing yeah. some wrongs. Like, quantum leap. Yes. Hoping each time that Matt Cawthorn will leap somewhere else. <laughs> Hopefully this leap will be the last leap home. <sighs> oh, Oh, Ziggy. What a good show. It was a good show. Let's watch it. Oh, God, I used to watch it every day when I got home from school. Oh, me too. I used to watch uh, Power Rangers before school. Mm-hmm. Pink Ranger. Yeah, Kimberly. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I... <laughs> She's the white one. Oh, yeah, the white girl. And the yellow one is Asian. Yeah. And the black guy is, is the, black the black one. one. Come on, you guys. But I just, I just like... Kimberly! The, yeah, Kimberly. <laughs> Kung Fu! You guys don't know what we're doing it. She's blonde and I love pink. It's my favorite color. Yeah, and she's, she's athletic. It's true. Um, I lived vicariously through Power Ranger Kimberly yeah. for a while. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I live vicariously through um, Kwame, through Captain Planet. Oh, mm-hmm. Kwame was Earth. Yeah. He's from Africa. 
Yes. Yeah. It's true. I never understood why they needed that kid from the Amazon to be Hart. You don't need Hart to make Captain Planet. You need facts. Right. They should have had some Poindexter from, yeah. like, Chicago. <laughs> you need fire yeah. and water and more water. There's always some bullshit in there, like, soul. It's like, no, you don't need that. Look at the world. There isn't any soul. No, they, and we've been chugging along. They've depleted all of the soul. Right. That's been mined the hell out. That's <laughs> yes, it. Yes. Strip mining for uh, souls. Oh, God. Is yeah. that what churches are doing? That's probably what they're doing to us right now in the <gasps> Matrix. For our church, can we can we have a segment of our, our church service that's about strip mining for souls? Sure. <laughs> like, I just sounds fun. I think some of our attendees would leave at that point, though. Well, if if I brought out the big straw. Yeah. My brethren, it's time for the goose line. <laughs> for the soul sucking. That's like what we do instead of baptism. We oh. just like, just Send them down the chute. Can it be a curvy slide? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get wild waves That's, on board. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> I like it, and I don't know why, and I shouldn't, but I do. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's how we're solving the world's problems. Goose this slide. week, <laughs> goose slide. That works for me. Uh huh. Just check yourself. Have that talk with your inner. Was it your inner self-talk person? Yeah. Who's telling you that dickweed? Don't do like, that. You're not good enough. Yeah, get out of there. And just, just periodically, like on the public transit system, just be like, I am good enough, dickhole. Oh my god. And, and then you know, you're, she's not crazy. And then everybody knows that you're good enough. <sighs> And they also don't want to sit by you. You have to prove it to all the passengers on the bus. This is how I get my six feet of social distance. <laughs> yep. That'll work. I'm just like, right in the goose slide, bitches! No! And uh, all of a sudden, everybody wants to respect your space. <laughs> I bet. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So we'll post some links to some TED Talks and to some websites and stuff. So if you're interested, you can do some reading or some watching or some listening. Mm-hmm. More so. We'll post it on our social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah, and then if you have an opinion, if you think we're full of shit, tell us. If you think I'm a dickhole, I'd love to hear it. Of course. Because I'm, I just really enjoy that. So that sounds great. Yeah, no, I'm super into it. <laughs> it's kind of my fetish. Oh boy. <laughs> no, God. Balls. All right, should we end episode 25? I guess it's probably that time. All right. All right. Well, I'll end it by saying you're not an imposter. Uh, Unless you are an imposter, in which case, balls, get the fuck out. All right, have a day. Yeah, have a day. We're so cheap, so cheap, too cheap for therapy. We're cheap. We're cheap, cheap We're so cheap, so cheap Won't pay for therapy I say we're cheap We're cheap, cheap We're so cheap, so cheap We do our own damn therapy We're cheap, we're cheap, cheap, we're so cheap, so cheap, come get your therapy for free, hey, hey, hey.